He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing everyone? Welcome to this episode of Your Friendly neighborhood cajun conservative show where we talk about life we talk about liberty and yes we talk about the pursuit of happiness and we show the world that us cajuns do have intelligence hope you're having a good day good week wherever you are because remember this is the day that the lord has made we should rejoice and be glad in it even with all the trials and tribulations and uh everything that's going on if you notice if you're watching on spotify because we have video on spotify you see i'm a little dusty uh, work, 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 and more work. But that's okay, ladies and gentlemen. The government wants to fix that. They want to tax us more in the middle of tax season saying this. Uh, but anyway, yeah, but hey, look, look, all joking aside, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I do work. I, I, I say I work, at least. Uh, um, no, driving dumb trucks and um, and doing little odd things here and there and everywhere and doing these shows uh, keeps me busy, keeps me busy. I, I um. I don't uh i don't really have uh i have a lot of time but i don't have a lot of time let's just say it like that but anyway um on, on this note though talking about time next week well not even next week next episode if you're listening to this and you're lined up correctly like you listen to every episode like a, good, a couple of good friends of mine do um you're gonna notice i'm not here next week and that is because i have some dental work i have to get get done um so we're gonna have the one the only barry martin coming on if you re if you know barry martin uh, from the very beginning he's been a guest host of mine um he is coming and he's gonna go ahead and fill in um on the next episode i can't wait to hear that episode every time barry comes on and look i, I gotta give it up to all the guests that have been on this uh this podcast um you know uh barry josh and um they they do great jobs and uh barry barry's uh right here he's gonna be in studio and uh, our the producer of uh brothers just searching lb is gonna be in the house helping him out so uh y'all gonna have a good episode it's gonna be a good episode uh i'm excited to announce as well ladies and gentlemen TikTok. TikTok is growing we have reached 300 followers on TikTok and Two of my videos have reached over a thousand. One of them have reached over five thousand. I am excited. Uh, I never thought I could have that many views on a three-minute clip or a minute and a half clip. But uh, but yeah, so we're growing on that platform. If you have not yet, please go like us on TikTok. If you have a TikTok account, we're also on True Social. We're on uh, Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Anchor, um, Google, Spotify, and Apple and Amazon. All the big four. We're on the big four platforms for podcasting. Uh, if you have not yet, go hit subscribe. We would love to have you in the Cajun conservative family. Um, you know, I'm going to have to do that again. I did this a while back where I had a guest on... Um, uh, Mr. Brandon Porsche. He was a he. He was a big. Li he's a big listener. Brandon, thank you for being a continued supporter. Uh, he came in, and we're gonna have to talk about this uh, because I. I just know I noticed that oh, somewhere around here, uh, probably might be in my notes. I think this is 157. Let's see. Yeah, this is the 157th episode. So we're going strong. Yes, we have a long way to go, but we're still going strong. And uh. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to have to get some uh, listeners in here and uh, people are calling me, asking me advice about all this stuff that's going on. So, but anyway, let's, let's start diving into the topics, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I just want to, I, I want to visit with you for a little while because 
I'm hearing things in the media right now, and it's making me chuckle, really, because as you know, um, last weekend, um, we had when I recorded last, we had two unidentified flying objects, one over Canada, one over Alaska. Well, on Sunday, we get news reports again that the U.S. military shot down an unidentified flying object over the Great Lake region. I believe this is around Michigan area. And and um, this flying object was flying over our airspace. Now, this comes on the heels of the balloon. Remember the, the Chinese spy balloon that had, that went from Montana to South Carolina? And they used the F-22 to go ahead and shoot it down. Now, what's, now a fun fact on this, the F-22, this is the first kill uh, on record for the F-22, and it was a balloon. Think about this. Our, uh, one of our most high-powered uh, machines in America, I was told that this morning. So the, these, the, the, uh, these flying objects are causing a little bit of headache for the Biden administration because, ladies and gentlemen, we're all, we are a nation. We love we love our neighbors. We 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 want everyone to prosper. This is this is the American way. You know, uh, like on on the uh, the issue of immigration, a lot of people think you Republicans, you conservatives, y'all don't want nobody to come to America. That's not true, ladies and gentlemen. We want people to come to America. We want people to prosper. We want them to do it legally. We don't want them to do it illegally across the border. We also look at the threat of the border that people can come across and have wrong intentions. And Ladies and gentlemen, we don't we want people here. We want we want people to have a good life in the United States, but we want it done legally. Now, with that being said, we are a nation that respects our sovereignty. We want to have we want to be protected. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where this is where it's coming into fruition right here with the Biden administration. Because ladies and gentlemen, Biden has shot down four objects in the sky in the last two weeks. And ladies and gentlemen, this is this, as I said, it is it, it, this is causing problems for the Biden administration because the Biden administration wants us to, to, to feel protected. The, the Biden administration wants us to think that Biden is doing a good job and he's one heck of a president and he's doing the job tremendously but ladies and gentlemen we have three objects that we don't know what they were we don't know if they're weather balloons we don't know we don't know what they what they are we we don't we, we have the we have the we don't have the fondest idea of what it is and president biden on the whim on this shot him down hey shoot him down now because you remember with the spy balloon, ladies and gentlemen, the Chinese spy balloon, it went over our continent and it went it, it, it went over for days before they say hey, we should shoot it down. But now the now the now these the, the, this is causing Biden a lot of problems. Why? Because the White House says, first off, they can't find the, U, uh, the UFO debris. They don't know where it went to. Um, this is from the Daily Wire. UFO debris may never be found, official says. Government officials are tampering down uh, for efforts to recover debris from identified flying objects, the UFOs, that were shot down over the skies of North America. The U.S. military says just shot down one UFO over Alaska on Friday, another over Canada on Saturday, and a third over Lake Huron, uh, Huron on Sunday.
The U.S. and Canada announced they were uh, it would retrieve operations um, so investigators could better understand these objects. Officials have warned all along how wild tender and weather, uh, winter weather may complete. Um, it mess up the process. So, ladies and gentlemen, so we don't know what the what these were. And look, I, I'm going to go back to the show uh, last time when we were together. I, I just asked the question, are we safe? Are we safe? Because, you know, as I just said with the border, we don't know. That's one reason why we don't want the border there. Well, we want the border there, but we don't want free immigration or people just coming in here willy nilly because we don't know who's out there. We don't know who's, what their intentions are coming in here. Now, we don't know. First, like I said, we don't know what these objects were. You have some government official, government officials uh, saying they, they, they got a briefing on it. They, they, they're looking at it, but we don't know what, what's out there. We really don't know. Now, we know what the spy balloon and all that stuff. But ladies and gentlemen, this, this right here, it, it, we, are we, do we have control over our skies? That's, like I said, I, I, it's hard for words right here. I, I just, should we feel safe? I'm not trying to scare people. But ladies and gentlemen, this this is scary. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. This is why I'm I'm bringing this these points up to these unidentified flying objects. Because ladies and gentlemen, the White House had a meeting with some uh <laughs> with governors. And the White House tells that this was this was written 16 hours ago of this episode. White House tells governors thousands of objects in the sky aren't aliens could be used car lot balloons wait what white house officials were adamant in a virtual briefing with governors on monday that flying objects recently spotted over north america are not extraterrestrial uh, or origins according to a recording of the briefing obtained by fox news digital there's a quote there are no ufos this is not an invasion of aliens White House Homeland Security Advisor Liz Sowell Randall told governors on a half-hour call. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny because people are communicating this on platforms that widely view are widely viewed, and it's creating fear that is unnecessary. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when I first saw these stories of UFOs being shot down, I didn't think do 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 or ET. I didn't think none of that. My concern was, I wonder who's trying to spy in the sky. Who's, who's lurking and trying to find Americans' secrets? That's what I thought. I didn't think of, hey, Johnny, this is, this is E.D. and we're going to hate America. <laughs> I never thought of that. I didn't think that these were aliens. And ladies and gentlemen, don't get me wrong. Look, I, I had a phone call this morning. Asking me to look into alien sightings and, and things that are... And look, I looked into it. But ladies and gentlemen, the White House is pushing this out. And, and, and then you had Corrine Jean-Pierre early in the week say the same thing. We're not getting invaded by aliens, people. Now, this is why I think this is happening. I'm, I'm going to be blunt with you because it's kind of funny. All the, the, First off, we have a real concern here. That possibly other countries 
are trying to send some type of flying object, an unmanned object, or a balloon, or what, whatever it is, into our airspace and threatening our sovereignty. That is a real concern. And look, Biden shot him down. Good job for Biden. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think he was late on the spy balloon, but he jumped on these things. Now, we don't know if it was ours or Canada's. We don't, we don't know who it was for. But ladies and gentlemen, now the White House, for some reason, are talking about alien invasions. Oh, my goodness. Are we finally being attacked by aliens? And ladies and gentlemen, this is starting to get the whole... Su- you, I started noticing the narrative of this. Every, uh, every time you see one of these UFOs uh, try, uh, or these, these people trying to explain what they saw, what it was, and they're, they're trying to explain, they always, hey, please don't think it was an alien, cry, an alien ship. Ladies and gentlemen, I, this is a distraction. It's a bad one, but it's a, it's a distraction. Because this is what I'm thinking, ladies and gentlemen. These four UFOs have caused Biden. Well, I say four UFOs, three UFOs and this one balloon. People are starting to ask questions about Biden and his administration. Do they take threats seriously? Do they do 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 they do they want to protect our sovereignty? They, they, and all with all everything else also by the way because I haven't reported I've been planning on it but stories have been popping up of Hunter Biden's laptop being examined and, and Congress grilling the uh, Congress I say Congress but congressional Republicans drilling Twitter user uh, Twitter executives former Twitter executives. And Hunter Biden's laptop, and they're admitting that it was his laptop. And there, there's, there's all this stuff that's going around Biden and is not making Biden look good. And they go to, well, y'all don't think it was aliens, please. And you have some people in this world. Oh, my goodness. The aliens are invading. Now, Matt Walsh did an episode the other day, and I, I listened to it a little bit, and he was making fun of this. But ladies and gentlemen, to my knowledge, I don't know what people were thinking or what when they thought when they saw UFO. Usually, when you think of UFO, you think of uh, ET or you think of the great American hero when when the uh, the saucer came down and gave him his suit. Ladies and gentlemen, th- this is not aliens. The aliens have not invaded us. This is a bad, bad, um, cho- uh, bad. Uh, uh, let me say the word. This is a bad attempt to, to, to shift the American focus somewhere else. And look, it's just not us. It's, 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 look, I'm talking about it. But mainstream media is pushing this. The administration says, please don't think it's aliens. Look, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say this right here. Because first off, I don't believe in aliens. I don't. I, you know, hey, I'm saying, look, if there's some people that, that, that believe them, you know, hey, you, you have your choice. But I'd rather believe the Bible than believe aliens. And the Bible says that we, we fight not against flesh and blood because the prince and uh, uh, the prince of the air and uh, I can't say the word right now. We, we, we fight spiritual beings. That's why as a Christian, I pray, I read, I seek the Lord, and I try to draw closer to the Lord as much as possible. Because there is things out there, but they're spiritual. They're not, uh, uh, they're not aliens floating around and and accent and you know wanting to occupy our country or our world. 
To be honest with you, ladies, I don't know why aliens would want to come down here. We, we don't have a lot of intelligent life on this planet, unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it's, it, we, have, we have people thinking that, oh, this might have been some alien terrestrial life form. And ladies, I honestly think that this is a distraction. They're trying to use that for the distraction. Why do I say this? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny. And this is from Fox News. U.S. military shoots down Iranian-made drone over oil site in Syria. Now, now a lot of people might be saying, "Whoa, this might have been a balloon." Could have this been a drone? Could have this could have been an unmanned drone? It could have been. Look, we know our enemies have technology that they can try to come over the, the our airspaces. Now, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I said, I think I said this in the last show. This raises so many questions. How secure our airspaces are? Do we have the right person leading our military? Do, what, what are all these questions? And why are they trying to steer people away from all these objects? Look, Biden, to my knowledge, has not said a darn thing on these, uh, these, these UFOs. They ha he hasn't said nothing. They even asked Kareem GPR. I was reading an article earlier. Is the president embarrassed to come out and talk to us? And the president should not be embarrassed because the president um, tried to protect us and the president tried to, to keep us out of harm's way. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's going on. And look, hey, look, I'm sorry if I'm scattered all over the place. It's just I have a lot, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Why now? And, and that's another thing. Why all of a sudden these alien talking points are coming out after the after these four incidents where you had a you had a chinese spy balloon looking over our country and now you shut down three unidentified flying objects that you don't know what they were you don't know if they're weather balloons you don't know if they're they're car lot balloons you don't know what they are and you're not saying nothing about it ladies and gentlemen we don't i don't know what the government's hiding but i promise you it's not in our best interest with that being said, we'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Us with your blood, cleansed and made us whole. Not one hope, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. So, ladies and gentlemen, let, let's start talking about these Chinese uh, spy balloon, the Chinese spy balloon that uh, we know for sure one. Biden administration says three was in with Trump was in office, which happened. They, they knew about it after he got out of office. They they go ahead and it's um, they just they just having a lot. There's a lot of things going on that, that we just don't know about, as I said in the first segment. 
Now, remember, the Chinese were very upset that we shot down their spy balloon. Um, we didn't give it time to go back to China or meet a sub or meet a ship somewhere on the Atlantic. We, we just didn't give them. We didn't give it time to do that. Now, like, we, you know, we, we, we brought that down a couple of episodes ago of how this uh, this air balloon, um, they, they shot it down in the Atlantic. Why did they wait till the Atlantic? Oh, it was to save, uh, you know, the to not uh, not to cause casualties and everything. We, we all broke this down earlier in an uh, early episode. But now, now we're going to the point where China is is starting to, um, I guess you could say, give us some threats. And why do I say that? I have a Fox News article right here, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, this came out uh, earlier. Chinese threaten countermeasures against U.S. entitles entitles after spycraft shut down. The People's Republic of China threatened Wednesday to take action against U.S. agencies responsible for destroying and recovering one of its surveillance balloons. Now they're calling it a surveillance balloon. It ain't a spy balloon. They do, and the China was just saying, hey, we were just trying to see the terrain. We were just trying to uh, to look over your great country. And, and I've asked the question because China has already said that America jumped the gun, basically. And that America uh, went went ahead and 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 shot down balloon way too fast they were in it was uh, totally irresponsible for america to do that but i asked the question what if america would have went ahead and sent a spy balloon or a surveillance balloon with air quotes would china would china take likely to that no china would be condemning us for not reaching out to them and asking for that and this is this is where the hypocrisy on China's part is. Now, China has said, well, America has done it. And we're like, we don't have no balloons out there. So it might not be America if China did, but it's hard to believe anything that comes out of China. Uh, but Chinese uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokesperson Wing Winbin made a, ver a vulgar threat during a press conference. Big threat. Correction. Chinese, uh, China firmly opposes this and will take countermeasures in accountability and in, in accounts with the law against the, the relevant U.S. entitles that undermine China's sovereignty and security. The Minister of Foreign Affairs has been highly critical of the U.S. government handling of the situation in recent weeks, accusing government officials of making a specter out of a delicate situation. Now, hold on. So this raises another question. Um, this undermines so uh, China's sovereignty and security. What's on that balloon? Because look, China has already told the American people, hey, when you get it, send it back to us. We don't want y'all to look at it. What are they hiding? Also, if they're acting, acting like this, nine out of 10, the information they picked up is still on that balloon. That's my honest assess assessment of this incident. But He's also saying that we are undermining China's sovereigns and security. Didn't y'all do that when y'all sent a balloon to us? Y'all undermine our sovereignty and our security. And like I said, we had, we had three other objects after that that we had to shoot down because we didn't know where they were. So China is vaguely making threats. Um, he did not propose what countermeasures might be. But the spokesman promised that the communist na uh, nation will res uh, resolute safeguards national sovereignty and its legitimate rights and entrance. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, they, look, I'm sorry. In, in my opinion, China, we shot it down. It's ours now. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be be rude with all this, but now, now this also comes on the wake of um, Kamala Harris making a statement. She said she claimed. Um, let me go ahead and read it because this is from the Daily Wire, and the article says we see complete. Uh, uh, we. See well, let me just do it like this. Uh, Kamala Harris claims Chinese spy balloon doesn't impact relationships with communist country. In order to solve a problem, the first step is to acknowledge that you have a pro you have one for the Biden administration. That means admitting that China is an enemy of the United States, yet despise the Chinese Communist Party's affront to American sovereignty uh, through a spy balloon and other in uh, in uh, I cannot say that word. I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling today. I apologize. Uh, but Vice President Mike, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris still views the Red Dragon as a uh, respect challenger of the U.S. instead of a global political threat that it, it is. On Wednesday, Political released an interview with Harris in which the Veep claimed that America's relationship with China are not harped by the events of the last several weeks. Um, I don't think so. Harris told political. We asked the White House diplo uh, diplomatic strategy with the CCP has changed at all. She added everything that has happened in the last week and a half is we believe very consistent with our state approach, our stated approach. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, they went ahead and crossed our sovereign borders. They in, a, in they invaded our airspace with a balloon without axing and they're threatening us and that has not changed the point view of the, the Biden administration there's something going on ladies and gentlemen and it's I don't know why Look, you think about it, okay remember when Trump was in office it was Russia 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 Russia's bad Donald Trump should not team up with Russia oh Russia's bad but Russia at least to our knowledge hasn't sent a balloon over our borders China did and and uh, well, no they're just competitors they're not a threat to us ladies and gentlemen we did not we couldn't detect a balloon and China's way more advanced and a lot of other things like I said I'm not trying to scare look, I, I want I want to make that perfectly perfectly clear on this episode I'm not trying to scare you the American citizen but I'm, I'm, I want you to question the methods of this president and his administration. Because we, 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 have, a, we have a foe across the waters that, that, that sent a balloon. And we did not detect it until it crossed over our northern border and Canada. Canada didn't know about it. And, but, but the vice president is saying that the administration's stated approach to China has not changed. That, that is scary. When you, you, you've seen for the last week and a half what this country has done and still don't want to condemn it. Or as, at least acknowledge it as a, it could be a possible threat. All right, let's move on. Um, so, so in Ohio... There was a train derailment of uh, 46 cars, I think it was. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, um, this, I've been looking at the pictures for the last couple of, uh, 
couple of hours and it, it's not good and i'm let me go ahead and find the 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 the, the full details i want to make sure we got everything right uh, i know on february the, the february 3rd of this month or the third of this month there was a derailment of uh um some uh some um ah uh, hazardous materials i'm trying to think i uh, and when i saw the word i'm trying to think of like hazmat me um in, in cdl you have a hazmat but hazardous uh, chemicals derailed on february 3rd setting up a toxic plum that burned for days in east plum plum i don't know east palestine ohio which site which sits near the border to pennsylvania Three days after the derailments, authorities decided to burn off the toxic gases to avoid an explosion, sending hydrogen chlorine and other toxic chemicals used as a weapon into World War One into the air. So, ladies and gentlemen, what happened was, and, and why am I bringing this up? This this realm because this is a um, this is really a national, I'd say not a national crisis. It is a it is a crisis in America. Because where where they they put up the smoke where they burned it at, um, we have you know you have the Ohio River and you have and I heard someone say that this that if that toxins can get in that water that's about ten percent of the U.S. water supply right there. So why like I said so why am I bringing this up because Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, for the first time listeners that's Buttigieg, waited ten days to address the ongoing environmental disaster in ohio that forced thousands of people out of their homes adding to a growing list of examples of the farmer's mayor being slow to act now like i said ladies and gentlemen let's go look this back okay it derails spilling all these chemicals on the ground authorities on the ground said hey instead of this floating into the water we're gonna do kaboom they put they put explosives blew up the chemicals it made a, a pile of smoke and the best way I can, if you ever see um, those videos of uh, nuclear test sites and the, the, the cloud that, that comes up and it goes all the way to the sky, it wasn't spread out like that, but it went up to the clouds. And ladies and gentlemen, there's pictures of people in their car or they had their car outside and um, the acid that's falling from the sky has peeled all the paint on their vehicle. Now, since they have exploded, uh, three days after they, they did the, they decided to burn off the toxic chemicals and gases, they told people, hey, you can go home. Now, this is, this, is a, it, this is an environmental disaster because all them chemicals and all the people that live in East Palestine is, is exposed to chemical reactions. There is people that are already saying that their dogs and their cats or their animals are dying. I saw on Tucker Carlson last night a man with foxes. He has a license to have foxes in cages or whatever. Um, the foxes are dying. And ladies and gentlemen, the, the people are scared because they don't know if they're safe. There's people that say they got headaches. They're getting the puffy of their eyes. Like you said, Isaac, what is this political? Well, Pete Buttigieg waited 10 days. He, he dressed it on a tweet. Ladies and gentlemen, a tweet. Now, the tra uh, the transportation secretary is supposed to look at all these events because as the word says transportation secretary now transportation secretary isn't just people driving on the road or him fixing potholes this is all forms of transportation that is uh um that is um hazardous materials that is, that's whatever 
But Pete Buttigieg ain't doing nothing. No, ladies and gentlemen, you know what he's, he's doing? He's going on shows and talking about the infrastructure bill that President Biden went ahead and signed. He all, he, he, um, he, he, he's talking about things that should not matter. And you know what? The media is not playing a big role in this either. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this would have happened in California, New York, uh, Chicago. If th- if this would happen anywhere else except Ohio. Now, remember, in the last president, I don't know if nothing, I don't know if that's playing a key, but I'm just saying, Ohio went red. Remember, Biden is one of the only presidents to ever lose Ohio and Florida and still become president. But, ladies and gentlemen, this, this, this right here, as I said, three, at least three news medias, news, news companies are not spending time with this. You know how much time since this, 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 this realmment? That the media spent on this, 30 minutes combined. That's three of the largest media outlets in America. ABC, CBS, and NBC has spent less than 30 minutes covering this train derailment. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it makes President Biden's pick look bad. Pete Buttigieg, he's not a good... Ladies and gentlemen, as a failure of a cabinet appointee as I ever seen one... Is Pete Buttigieg? Pete, uh, <laughs> I can't even say it no more. Pete Buttigieg, because because ladies and gentlemen, everything he has done has been a slow rack. Any look, the um the supply chain crisis, he wasn't even there. He was on maternity leave. Um, the, uh, everything, every uh, that's. Man, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to stay cool. I'm trying to stay cool. But ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is just outright wrong. This man is not doing his job. Now, like I said, I want to know who's the one to say, hey, let's, let's put this, let's start this fire. Let's burn these chemicals. Because ladies and gentlemen, there's doctors right now that are saying this is, this has created a serious health problem. That is from a physician that reported the Fox News. Unlike anything I've ever seen, Ohio's first responder says res, uh, resident suffers from health if, issues after train derailment. That's from the Daily Wire. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a disaster. And look, I'm going to be honest with you on, on one note before we wrap up this segment. This, you know, a lot of people talk about the environment, a lot, you know, like climate change. We got to save the environment because one day we might not have it and we're going to die and we got all this stuff. All these people are talking about saving the environment. But think about this. This was government officials saying, hey, let's start this on fire. And I don't know if they knew they didn't know what it was going to do or why, but it sent a, 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 a chemical cloud up in the air. Now, this chemical has hit the atmosphere, and it's hurting people. It's clear. It's obvious. But the government told them, hey, the air is fine. You can go into your houses. And people are getting sick. Ladies and gentlemen, now, they, they, they say they did Texas, and the air is clear. But who in their right mind would light up chemicals? They, t- they, don't, they tell you not to do that. Would light up chemicals and think it wouldn't hurt nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, fish are dying. Animals are dying. Humans are suffering. 
and we are not getting nothing from mainstream media and from the president of the United States and from Pete Buttigieg, the, the transportation secretary. And look, it's just not, it's just not Republicans slamming him. Ilan Omar, as much as I disagree with Ilan, I think it's Ilan Omar. Let's see. Um, as much as I disagree with, I know it's part of the squad. Let me go make sure I want to, if I quote this, I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Representative Omar called out Buttigieg for direct action. Vance, that's JD Vance, says many questions remain. And ladies and gentlemen, Pete Buttigieg is not doing his job. But going back to the point, ladies and gentlemen, these are people that talk about the environment and protecting the environment. And they just put up a puff of smoke of chemicals. And it, it can ruin this town. And it's sad that the administration is more focused or people in the administration are focused on more on infrastructure instead of people's lives. And they're looking at this as a big joke, but that's the government for you. But that being said, we'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford and I have a podcast on Spotify. I would love it if you went over and subscribed to my podcast. It's a talk show. It covers a wide variety of topics. I cover success, motivation, uh, funny stories, topical events, things going on in the world. And I would love it if you went over and subscribed to my podcast. Thank you so much, Isaac. God bless. Enjoy your life. When this old world seems to get me down. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. What that means, this is time for Cajun News. Uh, Nikki Haley has announced she will be running for president of the United States. A direct quote from her. It is time for a new generation of leadership and ladies and gentlemen a lot of you may not know who nikki haley is nikki haley was the former u.n ambassador to the united states um, for the united states and uh, she was also the i believe the south carolina governor let's see uh no yeah south carolina governor and she did a great job um she stated that it's time for a new change Highly identifies number of threats facing the country from social left to Russia and China, warning that there are those who see the United States as vulnerable. And I do not disagree with her. Um, now, with this coming coming out, Nikki Haley has a couple of things that she has to watch out for. One uh, would be for President Donald Trump. Why do I say that? Because um, Ron DeSantis has not announced he's running for president yet, uh, but people are assuming he's going to run for president and that has put him on Donald Trump's watch list. And Donald Trump has made statements saying that he thinks he's disloyal, that Ron DeSantis is going to run uh, for president. Uh, Donald Trump made him for what he is and, and all that good stuff. But Nikki Haley also had a, um, had a statement where she says she would not run against Donald Trump. Donald Trump has announced he's running for president. And this is one of Donald Trump's picks for one of his cabinet members or not say his cabinet members, the UN is picked for the UN ambassador. 
So I want to see, to my knowledge, I haven't heard that Donald Trump said anything about Nikki Haley. But uh, Nikki Haley is a good, strong candidate. I believe she does have a chance if Ron DeSantis don't come in. Because, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, people are moving away from Donald Trump. Yours truly. I don't think Donald Trump should run for president. I think Donald Trump's more effective on the campaign trail. I think Donald Trump should go ahead and lead the GOP and hand that off to somebody else and say, listen, it's time for a change. And look, I'm not against Donald Trump. I like Trump policies. I like Donald Trump. There are some things I scratch my head and like, why you did that, man? I don't know why, but I do that with every politician. Like you, 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 you're smart, but you're acting so dumb right now. And Nick, I think Nikki Haley is going to get attacked by Donald Trump. Donald Trump might even call her disloyal. But people are moving away from Donald Trump. And like I said, you're truly, I don't, I don't have nothing against it, but I, I think people want Donald Trump out. Now, does Nikki Haley have a shot with Ron DeSantis? It all depends on um, where they're running at and, and what was, was the primary. Um, Nikki Haley is a good favorite, though. Now, even this, though, if the Republican Party don't attack each other, I could see uh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis teaming up to be a, a president and vice president candidate. That that might work if she doesn't uh, win any um, any votes to become the pre- uh, come the nominee of the Republican Party. But we're going to have to wait and see. But that has happened. And also, now let's go back. I, I did say she has a couple of problems. Nikki Haley is also going to have to fight people like The View. Um... So the view got a bit heated on Tuesday as the co-host responded to former governor Nikki Haley, Republican of South Carolina, who formally announced that she planned to seek the 2024 Republican presidential nominee nomination. Republican co-host Allison Fury Griffin defended Haley, saying that she was happy to see someone ready to take on former president Donald Trump. But her co-host piled on almost immediately. Now, this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, according to this article, um, this Republican lady, uh, Griffin, that said, well, she's glad somebody's finally taken, uh, finally ready to take on former President Donald Trump. That's not true. Ron DeSantis has taken on Donald Trump multiple times, but it has not been on the campaign trail. I have reported when Donald Trump has attacked Ron DeSantis and Ron DeSantis comes back and says, boom, got you. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg attacked first. Whoopi! Goopy. Anyway, uh, since you have been asleep this whole time and you just woke up, you're just finding out that there are things about our country that are not perfect. And for us to pretend that it is and that's not happening is ridiculous. So you're saying anything you're so you're so you're not saying anything new and you are all people should know better because you used to actually have some uh, sanity and know right from wrong. Then you lost your mind and went in some new direction. So don't. So don't do that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We, uh, so, so a conservative lady uh, has lost her mind because she teamed up with President Donald Trump. Whoopi making this statement is uh, kind of ridiculous. First off, she's calling in the look, look Republicans. And I, I, you know, I don't know if I have any Republicans that watch The View. But if you do, you shouldn't watch it because you should be offended. She called, and this is what I take from it. Anyone that teamed up with Donald Trump or believe Donald Trump did a good job has lost their mind. Now, people on TikTok, some listeners or some viewers on TikTok will look at me and say, well, yeah, duh, you lost your mind. And if you watch the Spotify video, you might, you might think I'm crazy. Uh, but anyway, but because she teamed up with Donald Trump, 
Now, Nikki Haley has never said nothing. this country was perfect, to my knowledge. I could be wrong. But ladies and gentlemen, this is how I took this when I heard whoopee say something like this. So don't do that. Um, that our country, you don't say our country. Ladies and gentlemen, our country has more problems now than it did with President Trump. President Biden has put us in a bad spot, but this woman will always defend President Trump for some, uh, President Biden for some reason. Um, Doy Beher weighed in next, calling Haley part of the invasion of the body snatchers. See, they're talking about aliens too, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, we talked about in the first segment, the aliens, the administration thinks that there's aliens are telling people, hey, don't think there's aliens. Because they're, they're trying to find another narrative. Uh, but she says, uh, calling Haley part of the invasion of the body snatchers. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And saying that the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations was one of those politicians on the right who now has become like mentally crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, going back to that, Joy agrees with whoopee that, oh, these right-leaning Republicans are crazy. Ooh, we can't have that in office. And... <laughs> I'm just thinking of something. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. This is the. These are the people that are going to defend a president that says, "If you sent anything concerning a fundamental to my desk, I'll veto it." And the other Republican, uh, Democrats, yay! Didn't know what. I still don't know what a fundamental is. But we are mentally, or Nikki Haley, or anybody on the right that, for that matter, is mentally crazy. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about all y'all guys that watch on Spotify and possibly see this segment on YouTube. You're going to be like, Isaac's crazy, but I'm talking about the left. <laughs> anyway, Griffin jumped in complaining that her co-host wouldn't even give her a few minutes to be excited about Haley's candidacy saying, I've seen her take on direct st uh, straight the dictator is straight to their face in every room I've been with in with her. She's the smartest in the room. Goldberg laugh. <laughs> hey, Mickey, let's go get something to eat. <laughs> Goldberg laugh because she don't think she's the smartest person in the room. <sighs> I better stop. I better stop. There's more. There's more. But she's going to have to take on criticism like this. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking though, um, you know, uh, whoopee is so smart. Why don't she go to run for president? If you don't like it, run for the Democratic nomination. Oh no, no wait, I'm just thinking, oh, I forgot. This is why she won't run for president because she thinks Biden has done nothing wrong and he's a great leader. Ha! All right, let's move on. But Nikki Haley will have to face things like that. Bad criticism. All right, Dianne Feinstein has decided not to run for re-election in 2024. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, <laughs> Senator, uh, I'm trying to see how old she is. Uh, 89 years old. The 89-year-old senator has said, hey, I'm done. I'm leaving. She went on a tweet saying, I announced today. I am announcing today I will not run for a re-election in 2024, but intend to accomplish as much for California as I can through the end of next year. When my term ends, even with a divided Congress, we can still pass bills that will improve lives. Um, not, not Democrat bills. Um, uh, she, um, other Democrats have already announced campaign, uh, campaigns for her seat, including representative Adam Schiff and Katie Porter. 
uh, Barbara Lee is also widely expected to join the race. Early this month, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi endorsed Schiff for the Senate seat if Feinstein chose not to seek re-election in 2024. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, uh, well, let me go ahead and read this. After Feinstein's announcement, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer reportedly called her a legend and praised the senator for her work over the years on issues including gun safety, reform, the environment, and women's rights. She should go to Ohio. Um, no, ladies and gentlemen, this is, um, why is Feinstein quitting? Well, first off, her age, but ladies and gentlemen, I, I think, um, I, I think that the Senate is going to go red. And look, I'm just not saying that because, um, because last time I was wrong, I said that we was going to have a big wave, a big red wave. I was one of them and I admitted I was wrong. Um, but I think that geographically it's more leaning towards the Republican side than the Democrat side. And ladies and gentlemen, all these old, all these old people that are sitting in the Senate seats and the Republican, the, in the, in the congressional seats, they're old and they're dinosaurs and the progressives are pushing them out because a lot of these old Democrats, I don't know how Feinstein is. I, I haven't really looked. I know she's a liberal. That's one thing I could say. Her voting record shows it. Uh, but Diane Feinstein is, I believe, getting pushed out by progressives. And that is coming from Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff is considered progressive. He's he's older. He's an older progressive, but he's a progressive. He wants to push the left-leaning agenda. And that's why he's running against Diane Feinstein. And a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these old Democrats might have some conservative values. And that's what stops the Democrat Party from moving forward. And I, I, they probably believe, hey, if we get these out, we can go ahead and move forward. Now, this does help out because like Adam Schiff um, running. But th now this whole thing, too, is in California. So California might he's probably going to win that seat unless one of these other Democrats take him up. But yeah, Diane Feinstein is retiring. One of the oldest women in the Senate. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and skip over that one um, because I, I really want to talk about the Super Bowl the last couple of minutes I have. So, yeah, that's what we're going to go to. We're going to go ahead and talk about the Super Bowl. Um, so, um, let, let's, yeah, let's talk about this. I'm trying to get all my thoughts. Okay, so the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Kansas City Chiefs have one. They had a parade today. Yay. I don't know why I'm saying yay. I didn't. I didn't really have a. Um, I didn't really have an opinion on who I wanted to win. Um, it was kind of hard because I really didn't like the Eagles, but I didn't really like the Chiefs either. Now I did go watch the Super Bowl. We watched it with some friends, and um, well, we watched half half of it. Um, we couldn't stay late because of the kids and all that good stuff. But um, but there was some interesting things that happened on. Uh, in the Super Bowl, one is the commercials. As we know, a lot of people like watching the commercials. That's maybe why they only watch the Super Bowl. And we reported last week that um, there was going to be a Super Bowl ad to where they were going to be talking about Jesus. There was two of them, by the way. There was two. They pay um, this group. He has a uh, he he gets us organization where they pay twenty million dollars for two ads, and the ads were all right. Um, there's a lot of Christian commentators out there that are saying, hey, this wasn't right. They're not biblical. Um, but their point was to try to get that Jesus gets us or he, you know, he, he wants to save us. And you can you can you can um, debate the terminology. You can debate the um, you can debate the um, the theology on it, uh, the biblical, uh, the biblical side of it. You can debate all that. But it was pretty nice to see that a group finally stood up and had the funds to put an ad talking about Jesus. 
Well, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did not like that because she ripped pro-Christian Super Bowl ad as fascist. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said Sunday uh, she did not believe Jesus would support pro-Christian Super Bowl commercial because they make fascists look be bigots, bigots, bigots. This is from Brightboard, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, nothing, nothing in that ad. It, it did show us how uh, the, the ad that she's talking about. This show divert uh, did not show diversity. It showed anti-diversity. It showed that it showed that we are divided. It showed that 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 we need someone to come in between us. And this, and look, I see this all the time. Um, look, I've been talking about a lot about TikTok. I'm happy about my TikTok account. Really, I, I, I I'm doing better than I thought I was. And I, I get comments all the time. If you talk to Scott Ford, Scott mentioned it in his new show, um, uh, the Scott Ford Show podcast, where he talked about how I sent him screenshots. And I have some of those screenshots still. And I, I sent him uh, of leftists sending me things and just trashing me. One called me a racist and they didn't even know me. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a divide in this country. There, there is a divide between left and right. And it was the ad was just showing that Jesus can bring us together. Jesus is the only person in this entire world that can go ahead and take people of different races, different entities, different cultures, and bring them together. Because we we come to the one that loves us all. Jesus Christ died on the cross for us, and that's what brings us together: the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. But according to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, that is fascism. And it shows bigotry, apparently. No, it doesn't. It shows unity that even in a world full of diversity, we can go ahead and, and we can come together in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what the ad was pointing to. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says that's fascist. Ladies and gentlemen, you see where her heart is. Also in the Super Bowl, we had uh, the Black National Anthem played before the National Anthem, which I think is wrong. We should just have one National Anthem. And look, Lift Every Voice, the, the song that they chosen to be the Black National Anthem, is a beautiful song. I believe it's a hymn. I would have to look that up. But I believe it's a hymn. Because, yeah, it is a hymn because some people said they sung it in church. So, but but this is this is the whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. Look, they, they, they want us to be diverse. They want us to... They, they want us to, ha they, 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 they want to end racism and everything. This is the worst thing you could do for racism. Because ladies and gentlemen, there is not a white, oh, there isn't a white national anthem. There isn't a black national anthem. There is our national anthem. There, we, we are Americans. We are, we are the land of the free and home of the brave. And ladies and gentlemen, this, this they're trying to heal the nation by saying, look, there's a black, you're separating now. And ladies and gentlemen, this is going to lead to a lot more things because you're going to have the Hispanics come and say, well, we want a Hispanic national anthem. We want, you're going to have different cultures and entities come and say, well, we want our own national anthem. We want it. And it's going to divide the nation. This doesn't unite the nation. Well, we're trying to show that the black community has a voice. Great. I think they do have a voice. They need to continue to share their voices. If it's left, right, don't matter. But ladies and gentlemen, we can't separate national anthems because you, you're spot, you, you're causing diversity by doing this. And the Super Bowl needs to stop. Also, why am I bringing this up? Because Karen, uh, Karen Lake, the, um, the former governor candidate of Arizona, was at the Super Bowl and she sat down. 
She said, I was not endorsing this. And what was sad about this, ladies and gentlemen, is that, and this is where the backlash, they, oh, she shouldn't respect the black community and stand. She said, really? But what about when we were asking people to stand for the national anthem and the flag? Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're criticizing Carrie Lake. Like they, like we were doing when we said, look, you need a you need to stand up for the flag and you need to stand up. Oh no, we're protesting. But Carrie Lake says she does not agree with it. And she sat down. Oh, you, you are not respectable. Oh, you're not, you're not doing a good job. You, 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 you're being disrespectful for to a certain group of people. And ladies and gentlemen, see, cost diversity. It costs it. It costs, it costs people to get upset and it costs people to fight now like i said i i wouldn't to be honest with you ladies and gentlemen, i wouldn't have said stand up either it was the open ceremony i would i did i did like how they did god bless america and the country artist i can't think of his name at the moment did a great job with the national anthem i thought it was an awesome job but ladies and gentlemen this this black national anthem they're saying that they don't want division but they're causing division and the NFL needs to change that because they want to they want to inspire change. They need to do that as well. Oh, let me see. Let me see my time. And that's what I like about podcasting, guys. I can just I can just talk like the way I, I really want to talk. And look, I do mess up. I do misspoke sometimes. I misspeak sometimes. So please forgive me. I just did there. Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and run this last story, I think, uh, because it's about the Super Bowl. So as we said, we know that the Chiefs won and uh, they won a, a great game. Um, I do think it was holding, by the way. I'm probably going to get people to... Anyway, because <laughs> um, that, that was a... Uh, the referees have been a, a conversation in the NFL for a while. No matter what Roger Goodell says, he says it's... Um, he said the officiating hasn't been... It's been the best since year, in years. Nope, since the Saints got that blown call against the Rams, it hasn't been good. All right. Let me go back to this, though. Uh, so, so, uh, so Coach Reed and the, uh, the Arizona... Car, uh, Correction: The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and um, though they were presenting the trophy to Andy Reid and the other Chief members, and um, Terry Bradshaw, a native from Louisiana, went ahead and was at the podium, and he he talked about, you know, he he interviewed the coaches, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and all that stuff. Well, the Hall of Fame. Famer uh, slam for fat shaming. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so what happened when I seen this? Um, they they presented the trophy to the hurt uh, to the uh, to the uh, Hunt family, and they 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 started talking to Andy Reid and Bradshaw. Big guy, let me get the big guy in here. Bradshaw said, referring to Reid's uh, as the Kansas City Chiefs coach approached him. Come on, waddle over here. Bradshaw then finished the interview by telling Reed, have a cheeseburger on us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, people are accusing um, Terry Bradshaw of fat shaming. He shouldn't be. Uh, he shouldn't be uh, accused of fat shaming. He is kind of big himself. And this is why I'm bringing this up, because I'm fat. I'm not going to deny the fact I'm fat. Can I fix it? Yes, I'm trying to work my way to that. But I'm fat. Okay, it, 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 nobody fault. It's, I'm fat. I don't have a medical condition. I'm, I'm telling you all private stuff. I don't have a medical condition. So I'm just fat. I like to eat. We live in Louisiana. Boudet and crackling rain here. But Andy Reid, now I don't think Andy Reid has said anything about that. But 
Twitterverse has gone, how dare Terry Bradshaw, that shame. Andy Reid, he just won the Super Bowl. Okay. Now, Andy Reid, Andy Reid did not say nothing. Now, Andy Reid probably didn't get offended. But Andy Reid is a big guy. But Terry Bradshaw is in the crosshairs of cancel culture. Now, he was also uh, in the NFC Championship. He said a few things, too. So Terry Bradshaw should not be on the stage. He, he's just not the greatest. I would rather have seen uh, Michael Strahan or somebody else on the stage doing the trophy presentation. But fat shaming Andy Reid because he called him big guy and have a burger on me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a... Uh, where, where have we come to? What, what, ha what have we come to as a nation when other people are offended at calling somebody else fat? And look, I don't think, I don't think Terry Bradshaw meant anything. That's how Terry Bradshaw is. Terry Bradshaw has always been like that. I've been watching Fox since, whew, since I was eight. I'm, I'm 30 now. So ladies and gentlemen, this is just, this is cancer culture trying to find a needle in a haystack. And look, ladies and gentlemen, this whole Super Bowl, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as past Super Bowls with agendas and, and like the Super Bowl halftime show. I didn't watch it. I saw bits and pieces of it. There was no political agenda. It was just a performer performing, and it, there was nothing really controversy besides the call and at the beginning of it the, with the opening ceremonies. So people are trying to nitpick and find stuff. And they're, look, I don't know why. I think they have to Terry Bradshaw for some reason. I don't know. But yeah, so that that was that was my opinions of the Super Bowl politically. Besides that, let me let me end out with this on a good note. Um, the Super Bowl was a good game. Okay, I, I'm a because I'm gonna talk about the game a little bit. I, I know I'm over my time. Please forgive me, but hey, I, you you've lasted with me long. I need to maybe add another episode or add another thirty minutes. If you like that. Text me if you don't have my phone number. If not, email me to KJConservative5 at gmail.com and let me know. Yes, we would love another half hour. But anyway, let's let's continue. Um, the Super Bowl, I thought it was a good game. I know some people that, that are protesting that have not watched it. But uh, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts is the future of the NFL. Um, Patrick Mahomes, um, <laughs> that dude's a beast. Uh, having an ankle injury and run 30 yards to get the get the uh the pay, uh the the chiefs into scoring position to win that game um you can ask about the officiating i don't think the officiating is that great but that game i didn't see too many controversial calls the only call that you could probably mention was the last one where the 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 eagles uh cornerback held the jersey and let it go quick because he was beat by juju smith schuster um but at the same time he admitted he held on to the jersey so that was a good i think that was a good flag but anyway, I, I like the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was fun. I had fun with great friends, my family. We had a good time. We made an event out of it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for continually listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Your support is deeply appreciated. I cannot do this without you. Please do me a favor. Share, like, hit the follow button. Um, go ahead and tell your friends about us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, email, text message, let the world know that the Cajun Conservatives is here. And my main mission is to tell people about Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. So remember that Jesus Christ is king and he's coming back and he's coming back soon. So don't be fate of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
please reach out to me and tell me that you want to make Jesus your savior and heaven your home. And I'll reach back out to you and tell you how to do that. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back. We'll see you next time here on the Cajun Conservative Show. You have a good one.